When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me, brother. I made it here. I made it off the couch. I made it to the chair. I feel like my life has been consumed recently by one uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Are you familiar with this game? Uh, I, you know, Mm -hmm. it's actually hilarious because I feel like here in office, I have gone to rather extensive efforts alongside you to get prepared for recording your Nuzlocke run yeah. of this game. Yeah. And yet I know almost literally nothing about the game itself. That is, you know, it's so perfect because I remember you earlier this year played through Breath of the Wild for the first time, like the world's greatest Zelda game of all time. I think that Breath of the Wild might be one of the world's greatest games of all time. I think I think just hard stop. It's the best video game ever made. Probably. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think it makes a compelling case. Let me just say if you want more of that feeling, but want to be a little bit more in on the Pokemon thing like this is the game like you don't need to know anything about it. You could be completely blind to it. It's so good. I'm having so much fun with it. I love that. It is. Yeah, I, I think I bet you guys would have fun with it. You just run around. You just explore stuff. It's just fun. Well, here's what I'm actually enjoying about it is yeah. that you have done many a Nuzlocke run, which which yeah. in case anybody listening at home doesn't know what the Nuzlocke is, it's basically hardcore mode for the game of Pokemon. So think of it like instead of your Pokemon being like you know, all the HP going down yeah, and just fainting, fainting. And then you go and heal them. It's like, if they faint, then they're gone. Then they did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's a very difficult, uh, like playthrough style and you can only catch, but like one Pokemon from each area. And it's the first one that you encounter. So exactly. you have very limited control over who your team might be. Right. Like you could, you could conceivably just be stacked with like the whole bunch of, specific type Pokemon or whatever. So it, it puts you at a disadvantage at just about every corner. But it, the the point of it was to encourage like different styles of play and like, ha- like it's, you know, Pokemon is largely like a rock, paper, scissors game. Like if you have the, the weakness advantage, then you're just going to knock them out almost no matter what. Right. But it puts you in a spot where like you don't get to choose who you're going to use and therefore you have to make a lot of interesting decisions and you might have to make weird switches and things like that. So yeah, what I like about what I've heard from you mm-hmm. playing Legends of Arceus is that it seems like like whenever I've watched you do a Nuzlocke in the past, I've never even been remotely worried that you weren't going to like do it. It's like mm-hmm. Jay is just too good at this game. He knows too much about it. Like, yes, there have been some absolutely epic losses and stuff that have happened along the way, but it's like he can do it. like it's like there's no scenario where he doesn't complete the mission. Sure. And with this, it's like I'm like listening. It's like. He might not do it this time. It, let me tell you on my so I've got I'm, I'm playing two games at the moment. There's the the Nuzlocke at the office and then there's just like my home game where I'm just, you know, goofing around having a regular playthrough, sure. taking my time, not really doing anything. Um, 
And as I'm going through that one, like where I have the freedom to get as many Pokemon as I want to, you know, do whatever I want. Like stuff is just getting knocked out. And this is like my, I picked this team before the, before the game came out. Like I'd seen enough preview Pokemon. Like I'm definitely using that. I'm definitely using that for sure that, you know, and I've got, I finally got my final six and I'm like, here we go. I'm so excited. And like stuff's just getting knocked out. Like sometimes you go into a fight, your opponent can just attack twice and they just, you don't even get to do anything. Just boom, boom. It's like, Boy, I this is it is it is going to be a very difficult uh, run for sure. I yep, am yep, very yep. curious to see how it's going to go. It's going to be incredibly interesting. It's, so yeah, if you, if you haven't if you haven't checked out the gaming channel before, uh, it's it's very fun because like along the way we will like nickname all of the Pokemon and you end up having like very very close attachments with them because because they are so much closer to yeah just like not being there anymore and exactly. when you lose somebody you lose them for good and it's very sad it is especially if they've like carried you through like several big battles like you feel like you get to know them you do and then they're just gone you can't use them anymore it's like this this sucks yeah yeah so but so bad. it's very interesting i'm very excited for it it's been it's been cool to watch you go through it because you have just you're always you're always so good at things like games and such and strategy that it's like it's it's hard but it actually it, it sort of is a nice segue, I feel like, into the next thing because there is a, a, this phenomenon that seems to be sweeping the nation at yeah. the moment. And it is, it, it's like one of these things where it feels like it will be like a flash in the pan. Like they're like everyone is doing it right now. It could be. And I, I would imagine that it's almost like Pokemon Go. It's like, it's like when it came on. You know, they're, they're like the Pokemon people who did it, but then there were just like a lot of people who just did it. Right. You know, and it was like you would, you would like drive around downtown and there would just be like groups of people all hurtled around doing stuff. And, you know, it's like all the news was talking about um, people going into backyards and stuff to catch things. And it was, it was just, I mean, that wasn't good. Trespassing isn't good, but like it was fun to see the raw enthusiasm. And I feel like there's a maybe lessened version of exactly that thing uh, because you don't actually go out and move about in the world. And it's this game called Wordle. Dude, Wordle is such a fun phenomenon. It is. Bingo. Not, oh, yeah, there you go. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah, I feel like we've done a good job about not saying phenomenon too much lately. Now we've said it like five times in under 10 seconds. Kind of makes me happy. Phenomenon. It's one of my favorite words. The phenomenon. So, phenomenon. The, ooh, we should invent the phenomenon. Phenomenon. We should. That could be the name of our novel. Phenomenon. phenomenon. <laughs> um, okay, so Wordle, though, is, is interesting because unlike Pokemon Go, where people got super obsessed and would go and spend all of their time playing it, Wordle does not even allow that. Like, it, yeah. is a, it is a game that I feel like almost, like, respects the sanctity of the game. It does. It is like, it. it's so fun. If, you're, if you have not heard of Wordle, I don't know what rock you're living under, but it is a game that you can go to. You have to go to a website, first of all. It's not an app. If you're playing it on an app, you're doing it wrong. Right. You have to go to the website, it's like wordle.uk or something. Right. And you go in, you have, uh, and all you're trying to do is guess a five letter word. That's yeah. the game. It's it's like advanced hangman, I feel yeah. like is, is the best way to describe it. But like, instead of just being like, is there an A? Like, is there an R? And them filling in where they go. It's like, you have to use a five letter word in order to put your guesses on the board at all. Right. So it's interesting. Like, and, and then- as you put these five letter words into the equation, if you have a letter that's in like the correct place, then it will show up as green. And if, if there's a letter that's not used at all, then it'll be gray. And if there's a letter that is used in the word, but it's not in the right place, it will be yellow. Right. 
Um, and what, what's kind of fun about that though, is that I think like it's, it's a really kind of profound strategic game that is also just absurdly simple. Yes. But there's a lot of different ways that, that you can play it. Yeah. This has been the thing is that like it, the different ways in which people are approaching it in terms of like what they consider a win or like how competitive they are about it or like what their start word is. How do they use the same start word each day? Oh, I want to come back to that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So let's, I mean, um, so Beth is the one who introduced it to, to me and she gave me a good start word. Okay. From the get from the, and I've been using it ever since. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I am, I like have seen, on TikTok, like people have come by and there, there's like people who are like trying to give you strategy about how to play the game of Wordle. Yeah. And I like I am almost in camp. I don't use an optimi- optimized word like each day. I'm trying to pick like a different five letter word to like just to, to start the race with. And I mean, this is probably in part like I, I have only got it in three one time. OK, so that's like that that probably goes to show that like i am not extremely competitive with it but i feel like to me it is just a little bit more fun if you are not using a word that is like that that presents as much strategic advantage each time or or at the very least attempting to find different words that still provide that strategic advantage so like for example the word ado is one that a lot of people have been playing first because it's like ad E-I-U. Right. And, so it uses most of the vowels. Right. And, right. and so at that point in time, you pretty much are able to like narrow in like, okay, th- this is it. And if it's not one of those, then it's O. Right. Then there's an O in it because it's unlikely that it's just the Y. Exactly. On a five letter word. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing that I think is important to note about this game is you can only play it once per day. There's, there's Th- that's one, the thing. one round per day. So it's not like this type of thing where you can become obsessed with it and just like get sucked into a hole and play like 50 rounds. So like because the stakes are even that much higher, it's like you have one go at it. You get to play once. Yeah, and you get you get six guesses and each guess is a little bit more informed from the last guess. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so what is what is your optimized starting word? Oh, I don't know if I can tell you that, Ben. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This is very interesting. I yeah. thought for sure you were. I, I was like, I was thinking just like like how you have in the past explained how to like win tic-tac-toe. Yeah, it's like certainly he's going to explain to us how to win Wordle. Well, so this is OK. So here's the thing. I, I know there's like some people are like secretive about their start word, like as if because like maybe they think it's really good and that'll give them more like low scores more like I guess what would a high score like more twos and threes more solves in two or three. It's kind of like golf, right? Yeah, like you want like and, you, and then they and you know if you have a really good word and you don't want but the other part of it is like part of me because I use the same word every day and I tweet my results every day. Okay, what I do. So if I say it, then what can happen is people will be able to look at my results and immediately know like it can it, my results could inform people's guesses for the day. You know what I mean? If you know my start word, like me and Beth use the same start word, so we can't text it. We have to ask each other, like, have you finished it? Because otherwise, I'll be able to look at her results and immediately know what her first round was. Like, I won't know what her second word was, but I can take information from the first line. 
I know, but I mean, this, this feels like that feel, it feels like so many layers deep, like, because we're not, are, are we even on a score? Is there like a public scoreboard? There's not like a public scoreboard, but you get a, um, a personal statistic breakdown after each game. Okay. But so, I mean, at that point in time, if somebody's going to the links to be like, okay, I know Jay start work. Let me go to Twitter in order to figure out like information from the knowledge of his start word based. Cause when you, when you share your results, it doesn't show any of the words, the words. it just shows what happened. Right. So like, it'll show you like the squares, um, man, I'm fascinated that you are not going to share your start. Word. I, I, I was, uh, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Maybe. I, okay. <sighs> you, you don't have to, if anything, I think at this point you need to stick to you your guns. Stick to it. I think, I think you should not tell us. Oh, but, but I'm, I'm, I, I thought it, I wouldn't have said that if it weren't for the fact that you had refrained to start. And it's like, oh, that's that is interesting to me that you would be guarded enough. Well, so because there's two layers, it's because there is the two layers to it. It's like, do like it's like, am I? Ho- it's not necessarily like hoarding the information. Okay, like that. I don't want other people to have my good word because I, I know Beth read the word off of like a blog post that suggested like here's some good start words. Okay, right. So it's not like super duper secret. It's like a known good start word. Yeah, it's not. It's not audio or a do or anything like that. Those are okay as well. Um, but it does contain three. I, it does contain three vowels in it and then two super common letters. Okay, so. I really like that about my particular start word because like I think normally if but in a five letter word once you know exactly like if if none of my three vowels are in there it's obviously the other two yes. or at least one of them. Okay. Yep. And typically you can tell based on like where the letter isn't how the word is kind of going to go like it must it like the vowel like you like most words don't start with O. I don't haven't had a single O word yet. Okay. You know, so it's like, okay, well, it's, it's, the O will be in there, but it probably won't be at the front. And this letter is here. So, it's, you know, I don't know. You can start working from there. The, but this is, this is, I mean, like the way you've already talked to me about it, like both in office and, and on the pop right now, it is amazing to me the layers of strategy that you bring to this game that I had never considered oh. before. <laughs> like, I definitely, I'm just sort of like, like this is a word that could work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I'm, I'm usually going at it and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> ghost you know <laughs> g-h-o-s-t mm. and then and then my other thing too is like you know I, like when i feel like i'm being strategic it's like it's like i am not going like i feel like i'm being clever by being like okay there were no t's which mean i'm not going to include the letter t in any of my other guess words like i can well, say yeah, obviously yeah <laughs> but so I, I, but yes obviously for you strategy level 10 but <laughs> all of us strategy, strategy level threes I, over here i was considering this today because i knew i might have to reveal my start word today and i was like i realized i could rearrange the letters to make a different word oh i see but then then this new thought occurred to me that like would would my new rearranged word actually be better like would it is it would the would the other word be more informative based on the new letter placements like see look at this look because you you are also considering like oh it's very unlikely that this letter would occur at this point in right the, in the word like is it better to know that like is it better to know on your first guess that the a isn't the first letter or that it isn't like the second letter i don't know i know but this is this is what this is what i was wondering about earlier earlier today and then the other i have um I also have I, some people like they do play a different start word each day, okay, which is fine. But I think one of the one a good advantage of playing the same word every day is that every now and then none of my letters will be in there. Okay, like it'll be a straight five loss on that. Okay, in that case, 
what is good is that I have a, a like locked and loaded second word too that I can try out that like uses the remaining vowels and other common letters. So I always have the same two potential start words. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> it's just, it's just so it's fascinating to me. The, the different approaches, yeah. like it's, I can't even like think of like what a good example of this, like the shoe being on the other foot, like, like a scenario where I would show up to like a, like a, it's something like a project we were working on and bringing like a, like a literal jackhammer or a tractor and you brought like, like a, like a hammer. Yeah. You know, like a, like a handheld hammer. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's like you really thought we were going to do with that. But like, I'm over here holding the hammer being like, just hitting my keyboard with it, hoping the letters work. There they are. Cause sometimes I even have trouble thinking of like words. Cause like that's, that'll be like my trouble. It's like, okay, like I need to figure out like a word. Um, like, do you, do you, I don't even know. Like, okay. Let me get you. I do. I'm going to drop some other bits of strategy. I've picked up here. Give me some other bits. Here of you strat. go. Here you go. The words are never plural. Like that's not a case. You can rule those out. Like it's not going to end. It's, it might it could still end in an s but it's not the plural of a word okay yeah right there's yep. not that there's also no tense there's not going to be like ending in ed or okay. something like yep. that yeah but it's not like it won't let you put those in there true like, but those true. are all those are all pitfalls don't do that they won't be those words okay okay yeah. there's that and then this is this is the really tricky part okay this is something i've been trying to like unpack and it takes i think a while of playing before you can even start to realize this but i i think part of the skill of Wordle is understanding like the very slight sense of humor Wordle has about it. Yes. I I would agree with that. Like for example, it could be the case that like if the letter R is revealed to be in your word, it's like, it's not often, but every once in a while there will be two R's. Oh yes. And like that sometimes like you will rule out letters that you already know verified locations of and so it's like it's like i can't figure this out like what could it be with the remaining letters and it's like oh it's like it could be one of the existing letters i already have twice that the double letter is one of the trickiest things they can pull yes but so like here's what here's a here's another thing i mean with like the the sense of the sense of humor about it so a couple days ago the word was skill s-k-i-l-l right so it was a double letter word yep tricky but you could figure out i think pretty early on that there was a double l at the end okay like early on because i saw a lot of people on twitter have a very similar shape and what was happening was that people were figuring out the s and the i and the double l and at that point it, it's you're sort of on like coin flip mode right because it can be spill still skill swill you know, like you just have to guess. Yes. Like what's it going to be? Yep. But here's the sense of humor is that the answer was skill, right? You needed like skill. Like the answer was the ant, like what you needed to answer it. Have you played today's? I have played today's because I feel like today's had a, had a tremendous sense yes, of humor. Exactly. No. Yeah. So we can say what the word was today because it's now it's past. Yes. But yeah, the word today was humor. Yeah. Right. And everyone's having the exact same thing about it is where like a lot of people are getting like up to four correct like there's like four yellow squares which is weird that you would get four letters correct but none of them are in the right spot right very unusual for the wordle and then when you get it it's like that's hilarious 
Yes. Yeah. But, and my problem is, yeah, like, so, but the same thing, yeah, is like skill versus skill. Like I got down to, you know, U-M-O-R and I tried I, my, and I was, I thought the joke was going to be the double R's. Oh. And so I went rumor. Oh, and okay. then so like when you said there's a sense of humor, I was like, uh, yeah, there is exactly. <laughs> no, it's a very good thing for literally today's wordle. But like, so I was sitting there wondering, like on the day it was skill, like, would they be bold enough to do to do skill? Like, will they make that the answer? Because then you needed skill to guess skill. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Also, one day the word was like moist, which is like the most triggering word ever. And it was like, they did not make it moist. They, yep, like yep, yep. they did that on purpose. Like they, uh, I think that's very clever. Like there's, it's not much, but there's like a very light sense of humor about the word. Sometimes there is, there, there yeah. definitely is. That's, that is so And the other thing that I think has really been kind of interesting about it because there is the shareability. It is like a very, the, the reason it became a phenomenon is because of the way that you can share it on social media. And then everybody's like, well, what's this? And then the barrier to entry to play the game is almost nothing like every single person has Mm -hmm. played hangman you know like while they're waiting for class to end or something like that so it's like it doesn't take it doesn't take skill to to play the game it might take skill to like be good at the game okay um in terms of like i guess in terms of that but what i also think is is interesting about it is it does seem like the secrecy around not revealing the word to anybody is is like people are being very considerate oh, about it. This yeah, this is another very fun aspect of the game, right? Is that no, everyone? Yeah, you you cannot say what the word is. Yes, but yeah, like yeah. And, like I was very afraid. Like oh, as soon as I see this, people are gonna be like responding with what the answer is right away. Yep. And it's like, no one has, I have not, I have not had the word ruined for me once. Oh no. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But even like in our, in our like work chat today, I like, I finished mine and I like went to like type a note about it. Cause we've talked about it here in yeah. office before. And I was like, Ooh, I almost like, I almost said like the, like my confusion with the R and the H or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Mm, but if mm. I say either of those, then will I will even if they don't know what it is, even though there are four other letters, mm-hmm. the fact that I had revealed that H isn't one of them and R is one of them would have been like you have now given a hint. Like I wasn't even close to giving somebody the word. I was just I was only close to letting them know that R is in it. And even that felt like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't yeah. I can't like ruin someone's like they, they need to have like a fresh a fresh approach. Yeah. You know, like, for sure. So I don't know. It's, it's been really cool. So if, if you haven't played yet, it's really neat because chances are it, it will take no more than 10 minutes of your day and it can't take any more than play than what it takes to play one time because yeah. you can only, because you can only time. play one time. Right. And so, and this is the other the crazy thing that has been popping up around wordle is that, there's been like a bazillion like copycat games yeah. of it. Or there's like, this is the Harry Potter version of Wordle, or this is the, like Beth was playing a geography version the other day. Oh, interesting. Where that you was- guess a country and you're looking at a globe and it'll light up a country, a specific color. And the color of the country represents how close the answer is in proximity to that country. Oh my gosh. So, so right? you're not even, it's not even explicitly like words that you're talking about. It's, it's the, the, it's the concept of, of you take a guess based on your guess. I will give you information. Yeah. Oh man, that's very interesting. Yeah. It, it was pretty interesting, but then like I, the re 
and I think she's played that a few times and it's like I think if you played that enough you would start like learning a lot more country names but I will say that one was more frustrating out of the gate because it's just like I just don't know like where every single country is or the name of every single country it's true like like I I think if I remember from like world geography like the like uh africa has like 50 or more countries in it right um somewhere in that proximity it's it's just a lot and yeah yeah so it's it's very possible that that it's like especially if you're in like that area it's like man i need to go back but it could be a great way to learn yeah that's the thing yeah maybe after i'm sure if you do it every single day you'll just eventually start learning lots of new countries or you'll just be like staring at like a map of africa every day like okay just try and remember where all these are so i can get the answer faster hmm Look yeah. at us. Okay, so now let's go back to Wordle for a second. When okay. you play, are you trying to get it like like you could say that on any given Wordle, as long as you solve it, that's a win, right? Or are you like trying to get it in like three or four or something? I, I would say like my if if anything, my target would be four. Okay. I, I think that you've said that it's three and I I have only gotten it in three once. And I think it's because my starter word that day just happened to be very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think part of the problem is that I'm usually playing it sort of like in between tasks at work. And I feel like I always feel like kind of hesitant about dedicating like too much of my brain space to it. So probably if I were to like really sit down and spend more time with it, I would on average do better and therefore care more about my like at what point in time I'm guessing it. Mm -hmm. But up until this point, I've largely just considered a win if I solve it. Right. But I've also never not solved it and it's never taken me six. Um, Okay. So there, there is, there is that like, and, and that is the other thing that, that I do find to be interesting about this game is that the scalability, like, like getting, getting it in two, three, it's like, that's like expert mode. And then, you know, four, five feels like, you know, like intermediate, but it's like six. It's like, you, you probably should get it at six, like, sure. like enough information at that point in time has been put on the table. Yeah. It, it is six. That's the max. Six is six is your final guess. Okay. I've only ever failed once, and the word was proxy. And I saw. I know that that I think has been like. Can, uh, I know lots of people failed that day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, that's one where I feel like the whoever is in charge of choosing the word of the day, it's like it, they threw an X in there. Yeah, they put the X in. Yeah. And, yeah. and and there's there is one vowel and Y. Right. You know, so, so it's you, like, yeah, it's O X and Y. Yeah. And then like, you probably put the R in pretty early. So you probably had that. Yeah. 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 I, I would usually say like, like R S T and A and E would be like what I would assume would be the most commonly used letters. Yeah, I think so. And then I think, um, getting like, I think like figuring out like a G like H is a good one Okay, as well. Um, because a lot of five letter words make use of like GH or WH or TH or SH. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is the thing like five letter words are really hard. I feel like I, I often find myself thinking of like four letter words like with an S or something. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a that a, that is where I really get into trouble after like three guesses is is there is such a limited. It's like now you have stipulations as to like where letters might be. And I just have a hard time thinking of words that would then place them correctly. Like, yeah. Um, what, what is it like, uh, mnemonic devices, yeah. like ways to remember things. I, I genuinely think that in my like educational, um, like progression, you know, like as, as I came up, 
it occurs to me just how well things like that helped me actually remember information Mm -hmm. like and and it doesn't matter it doesn't seem like the extent to which i I don't even know like how how much it has anything to do with anything like i remember in in like sixth grade i had to learn I, i played percussion in middle school but before they would allow you to ever play drums you had to learn how to play the bells which meant that like for the first uh, semester of school, like the first half of the year, you only played bells. But at basically any point after that, I never played bells again. But I still remember like every good boy does fine and face, face. are like what those like what the notes it's like what the staff is. Yeah, it's what the yeah. staff is. And it's it's funny because it's like you're literally talking about something that I would have spent a really minimal amount of time in one of my like extracurricular c- classes from age 11 and yet like that stuck with me right but then frequently like you know we read harry potter over and over and over and over and over again and it's like sometimes there are still details from it that like are fairly common details that i can't remember because it's like (laughs) because i have like i've never spent any time attempting to figure out how to remember it right i don't know where this conversation started or why it got but i think i think that's exactly what it is with the five letter words is that like my my brain hasn't built these pathways oh yeah to like five it's like to specifically think about five letter words right like so so it's like for me i i struggle a lot with like with like even coming up with any yeah you know it's like like i i like really have to think hard in a way that maybe isn't um as challenging for other people or maybe their brains are, are more neatly organized and I don't that, know. Type, that type of stuff could come yeah more naturally i mean it's just learning a new game altogether anyway i mean maybe if you've played like a lot of like scrabble or crosswords or other word games or something you've got like a big vocabulary ready for something like this right right yeah. i like to think the way that my brain works typically is that it is uh i, I think i've talked about this before but it's it's very like marie kondo it's like like is this information bringing you joy no, it's gone. Gone. <laughs> like, forget we are, it. We are done with it. You're done with that information. Um, but on the flip end of things, is that if it's information that I do want to know, it's like I can learn. I can learn a lot really, really, really fast. Yeah. If it's like, if it's like building towards accomplishing something that I want to know how to accomplish. Okay. Um. So there is that. That's helpful. That's good. It's, but so far, I haven't been able to put any of that that to, to work on, on Wordle. <laughs> to, to the Wordle. To the Wordle. Well, I, th- this is a, a, uh, I have so far not gotten any twos, but I have um, I have more threes than any anything else that, like on my my breakdown. Wow. So I am getting even three more often than not, but I have not gotten a two yet. I think a weird thing is that like and this is another reason to do the same word every day is that it gives you like eventually one day if you play it every day one day you will have that that glorious hole in one that hole in one like it will be your word eventually it has because it has to be it right? Wordle is literally mini golf yeah a hole like, in one very like maybe not very unlikely but not as common right yeah six putts you should get it you should get it in yeah right you should get it but so like here's the thing though is like as as considerate as everyone is about not spoiling the word is that like no one's gonna believe you didn't cheat if you put a if you post got it in one oh yeah it'd be it's super easy to cheat Oh, it's incredible. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like no doubt about it. If you just say like, what is, what is the word or word of the day? Yeah. Like, like 
It's out there. So someone yeah. has posted. I mean, it. you could just solve it on your like desktop and then play it on your phone and just oh, be sure. like, here's the word. But it's like here. So this is this is maybe then the advantage of people knowing your uh, your start word is that like if if I say what my start word is here, then the day it's finally the hole in one, uh, there will be proof that that was always my word. <laughs> I think it's just worth holding on to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. At this point, at this point. Jay, you've become mysterious. (laughs) Like if we were in high school right now, this would be like the day where like all of the all of the cheerleaders would have been like, hang on a second. Wait a minute. He's not saying a start word. Intriguing. Whoa. I know. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's like now this is different. You just became fascinating. Wow. Look at me. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, Jay, ready for transition? Transition. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading 
or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which, wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we're back. I always like a good transition. Always so good. I was talking to my brother-in-law, Mike over the weekend and I had a, what, what felt like a little bit of progress on an analogy that I have loved for such a long period of time. Okay. And this goes back to like pretty much the first podcast I ever truly remember listening to was hello internet. And mm. the first episode of hello internet, they give this example of basically you are a 100 watt battery. There are four light bulbs. Those four light bulbs are basically like your personal relationship, your friends and family, your health and your profession. And like as your 100 watt battery, it's kind of like, how do you fill those light bulbs? So the, the most immediate thought is sort of this, like if you were to put equal energy into all of them, then you would have four light bulbs that are only lit at 25. Right. And that might mean that you're sort of underperforming everywhere as, as like maybe the thought process there, which I don't think it's totally true. Like, I think you can go to work and turn on work 100%. And then when you leave work, turn it off and put family on 100%. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's probably trying to figure out, like, where are you ultimately balancing all of these things? And for me, since having Addison, it has become much clearer how good this analogy is in terms of when you are operating your life at full bandwidth capacity. Okay. So like before I feel like I was always able to do a lot of stuff, but I still feel like I was only ever operating at like 90 to 95% efficiency. Okay. Or, or, um, or capacity rather not efficiency. Okay. So like I always had a little bit left if I, if I needed it mm -hmm. and what has happened since having Addison is that I am at 100% and Addison takes up 60% of it. Meaning like the other 40 is basically like this scarce zone, right? <laughs> where it's like, but that's that it's like, yeah, you're right. It's like all of a sudden she's taking up 60%. Whereas before you were using 95 and she was taking up zero. Exactly. Right. Yep. So now you're having to do 95% or like 95 capacities worth of stuff with only 40. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I am now overdrafting like mm -hmm. well into like the mid one hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like by a lot. Yeah. And so there's, there's a couple of different pieces of this here because I do think the other thing I've become acutely aware of is sort of like, like 
I haven't put any energy into like my friendship bulb in the past like two weeks. And right. it's like, and it's like, you can almost like feel the effects of that happening, you know, because it's like, Hmm, like I could see where if I don't, if I don't intentionally fill that light bulb again, then like, not that any of the people in my life would, you know, hold it against me or anything like that, but it's like, but it, it, it will or could eventually be the case that like that is how like a like a friendship might like drift a little bit mm-hmm. because in order to maintain you know any of these things it requires a considerable amount of a focus yeah and i feel like when you think about like someone who's hyper career oriented for example these might be the type of people who tend to not have like a pet or maybe don't have like a um like not not to say like a committed relationship in a like a like a what am i trying to say here like like maybe just don't maintain a relationship because so much of the energy is going into that professional light bulb right and so it's like anybody who might come to date them or whatever is like this person is just like obsessed with work they don't make time for anything else right and but but then probably what you ultimately see is that 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 area of that person's life flourishes right like this this is where they spend all their time and they do a lot of stuff there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I think for one, the, the, the whole analogy has started to make a lot more sense to me, even though it did before as well. But the other thing I've maybe come to realize is that like we are like, I've, I've talked before about having like depression and we're in like winter months at the moment, right? Which usually means that like, you've got like a little bit of like that seasonal depression that puts like a, like a nice sugar coating on top of the, <laughs> of the, <sighs> the existing problem. Um, and w- what I have found is that all of a sudden I, I feel like my mental health is the battery. So like, I've always thought it was interesting because like, to say everybody has a 100 watt battery, you know, maybe doesn't seem totally accurate because some people might be able to just do that like 100% work and then I go home and I spend an hour, you know, doing like 100% family and then after that I go and spend some time with the friends and I put 100% into that and it's like on a daily basis I am able to put 100% into all of these things and I just focus on what I'm focused on while I'm focused on it. Right. Um, and what, what I have found for me is that the better my mental health, the more that that battery wattage can deviate from 100 up or down. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Say it again. Okay. So the better shape that my mental health is in, mm-hmm. the more my battery can deviate up or down meaning like if i'm having like a down day or i'm like um like i don't know frustrated with something or or like having like anxiety about like you know like one thing in particular like like a pending event or something then it might mean that my entire battery wattage just goes down to like 85 Uh, oh like if you're having a bad mental health that you have way less wattage to even power the light bulbs exactly right okay but what's interesting about it is that like like i talked about before it's almost like i'm overdrafting but on a really really good day for me i feel like i can i can like pump my wattage up to like 120 right and it's like it just is the case that i quite literally can do more right i can i can get more out of my own person Mm -hmm. um so that even that though i think is eye-opening because it's a it's a really interesting lens to look 
at mental health through because it, it is almost like the primary driver that allows you to do all of the rest of it. Right. You know, and the, and the more it's okay, the more you can do everything else. Right. And so then I think that even that it, it kind of puts into focus, like what do you even prioritize then in order to maintain the battery? Right. And so now all of a sudden it's almost like the light bulbs themselves can like have a relationship backwards. I see. Do you, do you see where I'm, do you follow around? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you distribute it out such that you're spending time with all these four things, then it should improve your mental health, thus making you more able to focus on those four things. So maybe, maybe it's a battery with a solar panel. Ah. And so when you can light up the light bulbs bright enough, the energy can be absorbed by the solar panel and put back into the battery. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a solar panel powering solar light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shine right back. It's a perpetual motion device. Exactly. If you, only. Do you think anybody's ever pointed a fan <laughs> at a windmill before and just had infinite energy? Yeah. Why can't you just put all the fans in a circle and then they just blow each other, you know, forever, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no problem. Soft. Soft. <laughs> done <laughs> i don't know why people have been you're stuck welcome on this for too long. yeah anyway so i've made the analogy way more complicated through all of this um but i do feel like it is something that has helped me a lot because i like it's one of these things where um I, at times i will notice that like i haven't put as much time into friends or it's kind of like my family is taking up so much of my attention that like maybe I'm not fully at work when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, typically I think my, my health bubble is probably the one that gets the most steady energy. It's w- one way or like another. your phys- like health, like physical fitness or probably, probably physical fitness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like that's the one that's like fairly constant. I, w- I wouldn't even say that it operates at 100. Yeah. I would just say that it's, it's steady. It's steady. Well, I think um, that that's another like re- like reciprocal cycle is like working like maintaining your physical health often does wonders for your mental health. Exactly. That's always like anytime I talk to like my therapist at all, and I'm having like some you know uh, large number of stressors or something I'm venting about, she'll be like are you working out right now? And I'd be like, no. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Therapist knowing everything. Knowing the things. But yeah, anyway. right now I'm pretty good. Pretty good gym schedule going so, at the moment. I, so. But but I think it's a good, it's a good conversation. I feel like it's even good for like the person who may be in the, like a relationship with you is, is almost like chatting with one another about where you think and where they think that energy is, is being placed Mm -hmm. you know because i feel like it's it's almost one of those things that can be like a very handy tool like if you're in your relationship and you're like i feel like we're not spending enough time like us time it's like i don't feel like our our relationship light bulb is is getting like the necessary amount of wattage right does that make sense that makes sense and and then it feels like it's you're you're using the example to uh allow the conversation versus just saying the words you are not paying enough attention to me (laughs) how can i phrase this in a way (laughs) i know it a solar powered battery with a light bulb exactly it'll make perfect sense do you have an hour (laughs) in paper in a whiteboard in a chair yeah you know what i have a handy podcast you can listen to (laughs) 
Oh man. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> moving on from that topic to something maybe a little bit more lighthearted with a corny joke. Oh, a corny joke. You have a corny joke. I have a corny joke. This one's going to come from Tisha oh. who says, what do a tick and the Eiffel tower have in common? A tick. A tick. <laughs> One of my least favorite things you know, on the entire planet Earth. Who hates the tick in the wise man's fear? Tempe. 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 I do not like tick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What does a tick in the Eiffel Tower have in common? That they will suck the blood right out of you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you, you, you yeah. Totally, I'm right on the, yeah, I'm right know, on the money. The thing about the Eiffel Tower that people don't frequently discuss <laughs> is the about fact it. that when you get close to it, the blood comes out you of you. <laughs> no, the real answer is that they are both parasites. Oh, parasites. 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 You get Hilarious. It? I know. Yeah. It's really cool. And the uh, good news is, is it turns out the Eiffel Tower does not suck any blood at all. Well, that's good. That's good. That would be a big uh, non-selling point for me. It would be a big non-selling point, yeah. I think, for many like, people. No, thank you. I'll look at the pictures. Right. Yeah. I don't need to go visit a giant tick in Paris. <laughs> I can see it from afar just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No good. Yeah, man. I don't like, I don't like ticks. No, no. who likes a tick? No, no one does. No one likes, no no. one does. No one. Popular opinion alert. Yes. (laughs) Popular opinion alert. Ticks are the worst. The hot take would be liking ticks. Okay. This is a, this was a weird talking about ticks. (laughs) Oh gosh. People are going to (laughs) leave. People are not going to. Okay. So this was, this is, I think an interesting phenomenon, if you will. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when I was working on Lake Effects, the movie they shot at Smith Mountain Lake here. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, there was a bunch of people who had come like from L.A. and California, like like the film crews and stuff, to set up and work on the lake. Right. And we're filming right next to the lake, sort of like, in you know, there's trees and woods and stuff around. Yeah. And clearly one of the things that they've been briefed on or that so many people there were so <laughs> worried about was like ticks and Lyme disease. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. like, like so present, like don't go in the, like, which to me was just hilarious because I've lived here my whole life and I've been in the woods so much. Right. It's like, you know what? Have I ever had a tick on me? Yes. Am I, am I concerned about getting Lyme disease on any given day because I was adjacent to the woods? Absolutely not. It's like, you know, it's just this this com- very interesting, like misplaced fear. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, and it's really funny too because a lot of times I have thought about living out west somewhere, mm-hmm. but there are areas out west where there are tarantulas and scorpions. Right. And in my mind, it's like they're in your shoes every morning. Like you got to be looking <laughs> out for those scorpion shoes. I know. Had. It's like them like, shoe squirps. I need someone to tell me who lives out there. It's like, is it a common like like. I feel like it's possible to come from some part of the world and like see squirrels running around and be like, whoa, what's up with those? What the what? You just have wild rodents, squirrels everywhere, which I always do think is funny. It's like if squirrels Mm -hmm. didn't have bushy tails and they looked like like rats running around, it would be so much less fun to like watch them jump on your fence. Here's the thing is that I bet if they did, they'd be way more like pest considered and people would like take care of it. Oh yeah, that's I a good bet, point. That's a good know. point. But yeah, but, so my my because cli- oh. like possums exist, you know, rats exist. It's not like they're not just out there. 
They are. <laughs> they <true>. are. <laughs> Sometimes I think at night, I'm like, there are animals just sleeping in the woods right now. Like, yeah. I like to think about them and like just imagine like, where do they just park it at the they end just, of the day? They're out there. You know, like, like rest assured. Like, I like to think that deer go home at the end of the night, but then it's also like, why are they out during the day? Why did they ever leave home? Yeah. What it's are they prob- doing? Probably because they don't, they don't specifically have, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. But, so what I, I, I want to know is like, is the, like, do you live somewhere where scorpions are present and like how big of a deal is it really right? Like, like if you see a scorpion in your house, is it like a ho? Like, are you like freaking out or is it, or is it like of the sort of threat level? Like, mm, okay. Yeah. There's a spider in the house. Okay. I don't like it in here and I'm going to do something about it, but I'm not like, you know, about to die. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I mean, cause that's like where we go mountain biking is a place called Carvin's Cove. Yeah. And it's like, I could tell you that I have seen bears there three times. Mm. And it's like, there are bears in this woods. I've also been here 200 times and I have seen bears three times. Yeah. It's like, I'm a hundred percent sure they are out there. So it's like, you know, if, if I was like in the desert getting to go on like a mountain bike ride, someone could be like, there are scorpions out there. It's like, will you see them? I mean, you could, but I don't think that it's like going to be it, part right. of your, like, like every that's ride. not the reason not to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but what's funny about it is like, I hear exactly what you're saying. And I think the same way it's like that someone was overly concerned about the, like the tick problem, unless the only thing that I would say would give this like a little bit more validity would be if there was like some type of well-known outbreak at the time. There was not. Okay. Yeah. Cause like Lyme disease is definitely like no joke. Like, like it can yeah. be like a you very don't want it. And that is how you get it. You're not wrong. <laughs> right. 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 But yeah, it's it, like living here. It's definitely not something that all of us talk like, like when we go camping, we can go through an entire camping trip and, and not even bring it up at all at all. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. Yeah. Okay. And like, even, even if you get a tick, there's no guarantee. Like you might've just had a tick, you know, oh, sure, that's sure, not sure. like yeah. synonymous with contraction, contracting the disease. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So anyway, yeah. now, now that we've talked about ticks for just absolutely way, way, too way long, too long. Um, let's see. Okay. I have, I have a query for you. Fire away. Okay. So we were, we were working on a video this week about frozen frozen Two. frozen Two. yeah and anna has a song about the next right thing yes okay i throughout life have had sort of this like characteristic about me i think and i can't tell if it is like a really like strong quality that like leads me to success or if it is actually like kind of like a problematic trait. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I don't know if I can quite apply it from like, just like from a, like a sheer morality standpoint to like on a song of like, what is the next right thing to do? Like, what is the next right thing to do? Okay. But for me, I think that I have always had the, like, what is the next thing to do? Like, like in a way that is almost um, like you and I have talked about this before, but it can be the case that whatever the biggest problem that you are facing right now is like, no matter what, it's still the biggest problem that you are facing. So like if it's stressing you out, it's like, it may be the case that someone somewhere else is dealing with something that is like way, way, way more stressful. Right. But it's like, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you aren't experiencing from like the human condition 
a similar sensation. Sure. You know, it's like, like this is stressing me out. Like this is bad and I don't want this to happen. It's like, sure. Things could be a lot worse, you know, but, but like in my, in, in my scope, like this is the problem that I'm facing. So for me, I feel like I have gone through life and it, it applies in like a bunch of different areas. Like, um, like it could be the case that like, uh, like maybe like a purchase that I want to make where it's sort of like, okay, like I, I want to be able to, you know, like buy a, a, like a piece of like last year, I bought like a piece of land, but it was almost like buying a piece of land was like the stair step to being able to like, you know, build a house. And the reason that I wanted land to build the house on is so that eventually I can have like, like bike trails or like ATV trails or whatever, like be able to like go and play in the woods. And it's just like, you know, each thing is sort of like, okay, then this and then this and then this and then this. And it's like, every time that I like accomplish a goal, I'm almost just like, and what's next? Right. You know, like I don't, I don't sit there and like bask in the glory of having accomplished it. It usually just means that like goal complete. Now I need to do the next goal. Right. Um, but it can also be the case that with the biggest problem that faces me, on like a daily basis, it could sort of be like, okay, I have solved the biggest problem that is facing me. And then it's like the next day I wake up and be like, now I have a new biggest problem that's facing me. Right. And the thing is, is that that, that problem the next day is smaller than the one the day before. Sure. Because if it wasn't, then it would have been the problem from the day before. I guess so. Yeah. And so the thought is almost like as you go through life, it's sort of like, I can't decide if I'm just never content. Like, is there a situation where I will be content? Like I will have finally gotten to the end. You are. I I don't know. I've noticed this trait about you as well. Like you always like, it's like your brain needs a new, like, like thing that's bothering you yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but that's the thing. So, and that's why I say like, I can't tell if this is like a huge flaw in my character that it's like, it's like, Oh, I'm going to be annoyed with something. And so it's like, well, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I gotta be a, what, what is the thing that bothers me? That I'm annoyed with this, you know, like mm-hmm. this has become the thing or is what's happening again. Like if you want to use like the Marie Kondo idea, it's, it's much more like, like methodically going through and trying to like eliminate those things sure or would it just be the case that if i did it too successfully kind of like like you know there's examples of how like robots could take over or whatever it's like would i just eventually just cut like everything out of my life until there was just nothing left right you know it's like now 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 the biggest thing that's annoying me is my boat it sounds like are you wondering like is there a like do you have a compulsive need to have a problem with something or is it like if i just fixed is there a point where it's like it is possible to just not be bothered Th- I mean, that would be my question. Is it, right. is it possible to just not be bothered? I think it's possible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that is something where it's like, that's, that is the question though. It's like, are you either being extremely productive on always figuring out how to make your life better and therefore always moving forward? Or is it the case that you're just like failing to ever just be like content and therefore there's just always the next thing. There's well, always the next thing. I think, I think really you're, you, I think you're talking about two different things okay. a little bit. Like on the one hand, like being able to like solve a problem that is actively bothering you and is a problem is like a good trait. Okay. But like the, you know, if you knock down a mountain and then you're just upset that the next tallest mountain is the next tallest mountain, like that's, you know, sometimes it's okay for mountains to just exist. <laughs> Sure. 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 Yeah. And, and that's, that's like, because that's the other thing too, right? Yeah. It's like, what are the, 
tolerances that you might have or, or the awareness that like, like not everything in your world is going to be perfect. So just because it's not perfect doesn't mean that it needs to be fixed. Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's maybe like what you're, what you're saying. It's like the, it's like, it's not your favorite mountain, but it's fine. No, it's just, that's not, not necessarily. No, I think okay. just that like, you know, I, I, this is, it's a weird, you can't, cause this is a weird analogy cause you can't like actually knock over mountains or anything. But it's like if you says you say, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never knock over a mountain. I love mountains. That would be bad. That'd be bad. It was bad for the ecosystem or something. But like, j- like, um, you know, I think like there's many things in your life and not everything in your life is a problem. But if you want to use like, you know, I don't know, like mountains as an example or something, it's like if if the biggest thing in your life is a problem and it is a mountain and you get rid of it, it's like there's still plenty of other hills and not all of them are problems, but one of them will be the biggest because that's just how life works. And it's just like if that's the biggest thing and it's the thing that's consuming you the most, it's like that might, it might not be a problem. It might just be another hill. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's, the, yeah, that's probably a good way to say it. And that's, that is the question is like whether or not you're on this like ongoing quest of like betterment versus or are you just, or are you just like on a war path towards anything that bothers you at all? Right. And I feel well, like it's like, there's a difference between like betterment and like weeding. Cause it sounds like, you know, is it, it sounds like you're more like removing a problem than like improving yourself. Well, I, I suppose the hope would be that you would be improving yourself. Like okay. you're, you're constantly like elevating like your, your sense of self along the way. Like, these are things that like the, at the very least, the perception is that you would be happier if accomplished. Okay. Um, and, but, but I guess that that's maybe the question is like, does it eventually become like so granular? Like, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying is like, if you keep going forward and kind of like what I said in the beginning, the biggest problem you are facing is the biggest problem that you are facing. Right. Like, and that might be, a really, really, really big problem, like by anybody's standards, or at this point in time, you might just be like literally nitpicking. Right. It's like, it's like, it's your biggest problem, but it's like your problems just aren't that bad. Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like I, I, I think realistically you'd be a lot happier if you, if you just like let that one go. Right. Um, and if you could let that one go, then you might not even worry about the other really small ones behind it as well. Right. Um, like you, you can draw the line. It's like you, you have yeah. made anything it. that doesn't reach this height. Just is whatever. Yeah. 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 So that, I guess that's, that, that is the question. So it's like, yeah, there's a, there's a part of me that thinks it's like, it's almost like a, um, in some ways, like maybe putting yourself first and, and attempting to like really prioritize that, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I can, if I can like solve those, but for me, I guess the, the bigger question is like, will it just, will it ever end? Will it ever end? Will it ever stop bothering you? Yeah. Yeah. Will you ever, will you ever like find contentment? I mean, I think, I think it's certainly possible. I don't, I mean, I don't feel like I'm constantly dealing with like some next giant problem. No, I know. And I mean, this is probably like, I would say the key differences in our personalities on the whole. Okay. <laughs> is and I, somehow, some way, despite the fact that we grew up in the exact same household and are very similar in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. this, I, this is probably the area where we are just like complete polar opposites. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, though. Yeah. It's not to say I don't ever have problems. You know? No, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. Well, so to, to move on from that, I have one last question for you. 
And this is this is I think funny, and hopefully it can oh, be fun. Okay, it can be fun. Okay, so there was there was a, a small programming snafu, I believe, somewhere on the Reddit that someone posted where the popcorn culture thumbnail was placed on the podcast of just something else entirely. So yes. you, you see the popcorn culture thumbnail, and beside it is the title. Um, <laughs> Uh, the plot to steal Lincoln's body. The plot to steal Lincoln's body. Yes. What was <laughs> I saw this too on the Reddit. Someone it was a different like true crime kind of podcast or something. Yes. It looked like it must have been that. So I, presumably at some point in history someone was trying to do this. Yes. But, uh, we, but we were listed as the pot. Our thumbnail was on this podcast. So uh, someone was like I can't wait to hear Ben and Jay discuss their plan to steal Lincoln's body. <laughs> which I think we should do. <laughs> it's Ooh, we need that body. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. Don't know. But I mean, this is the thing. It's like probably a treasure hunt. Uh, yes. Right. So here's my thinking is that probably he had a ring on his hand. Yeah. Right. You know, makes sense. We, he was but, married. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But inside the inside of the ring is, is an engraving. Yeah. And that engraving is is the password to something important something and so that is that is that is what we need that is why we have to do this yeah because we have to figure out what what the engraving is yeah and it will probably lead us to a ship probably if if i had to guess lincoln's ship lincoln because because little known fact about lincoln yeah is that he had a great ship great ship yes and and that great ship uh what was very unique about it is that it would spend it most most if not all of its time at sea yeah right because lincoln sort of had this thing about him which is that like the open waters are owned by nobody and right. so while while lincoln ruled a nation he also ruled pirates he also ruled pirates <laughs> this did. is lincoln's great see this is why he had the big hat but he never came into <clears throat> port he would never like the ship would the never ship come into, never came into port. the ship would never come into so it always stayed out to sea, there which means that nobody could ever inspect it because it was always out to sea. Always out to sea. But what's interesting about this, though, this is where this okay. is where things get wild. Yeah. Okay. Because it means that supply trips had to be made both to and fro. You need ships to supply the ship. You need a ship to supply the yeah. ship, right? And the thing was, I mean, this is this is the way that like all of the treasures were being were, were being brought out of the ship because I mean the the ship could only hold so much treasure for so long, and the crew needs stuff right so do you think is that the ship was always manned the ship was always oh, manned. someone's always on the ship oh yeah i mean it was always at work too so you like have like quite the inner circle that you're trusting with your with your pirate ship well we run a skeleton crew yeah yeah i okay. mean it's like you know th- there's blood pact we all cut our hand shook hands yeah <laughs> by we you mean lincoln <laughs> <laughs> well lincoln and his company <laughs> his band of pirates <laughs> fun fact about abraham lincoln if you look at his hand close enough you can see where he cut it for a blood pact this is true. Exactly. These are truths. These are truths. But the thing is, the thing <clears> is, so, I mean, I, I say that it never came into port, but what it, it did have a location that it could exist at sea, at, yeah. th- that it could consider its home base, because this is the point where all of the supply runs needed to take place. Right. Because they needed to know how to connect with it. Right. Otherwise, it was out doing work. It was out doing pirate stuff. Now, right? let me ask you this. So the legend is, though, that that the that the the pat the password or some code lies with lincoln's body coordinates right yeah the coordinates lie with lincoln's body is it possible is it possible that we're not talking about lincoln's own physical body but more like his body of work 
or something. You know what? Mm. It feels like it's both. It could be both. Because you have the <clears throat> coordinates on his body to his body of work, which is the location that the ship would rest coordinates wise coordinates for wise. all the supply missions. Mm. But the thing is, is that eventually it has to be the location where the ship went down. Right. Because statistically speaking, it is the one spot in the entire ocean where it would have spent most of its time. And so it is widely believed that all of the treasure on this ship is at that location sunk beneath the sea. So, so Lincoln's treasure lies beneath the sea. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's why we need Lincoln's body because it'll lead us to Lincoln's body of work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Lincoln at sea. (laughs) Oh man. I feel like there needs to be, I so hope that the coordinates take us to like a, to like a log cabin and you have to like go inside the walls, if you will. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like inside the walls of the log cabin. Right. Inside the walls, the walls of logs. Lincoln's logs. <laughs> <laughs> we need to end it. We need to end it. Oh my gosh. Guys, there is, there is uh, one, one tidbit I would like to, to continue to uh, let you know about. Uh, and that is that the Q1 uh, quarterly merch option is now publicly available information. Yeah. I'm, I'm like wandering into this. So I don't <laughs> like just wondering about the treasure now. <laughs> I know, like, my mind wait so, a minute. Yeah. No, we, where uh, even is his body for Patreon at our $25 tier? It is the quarterly merch tier. Each quarter of the year, we come out with a really cool, um, piece of merch that Jay and I curate ourselves in the, in the thing. And the reason that we do it this particular way is because it allows us to come up with some really, really, really unique merch options for you. And it allows us to produce the exact number as per, uh, demand. And as creators, I can tell you that one of the things that is very difficult to calculate is how many people might want a thing you come out with. Very hard to come up with. Um, this is a really good way for us to know exactly how many to produce. Um, and so your support is, is, is going as, far as possible. Um, If you would like to sign up for that, the quarterly merch for Q1 is a deck of cards. It's actually two decks of cards that are being custom made um, by the King's Wild Project, which is like a specialty cards company where all of the artwork, everything to do with the cards will be fully customized to like the pop. So there will be like inside jokes, like the, the face cards could possibly look like people we've talked about possibly possibly you know it's it's i mean who's who's to say the opportunities are limitless um if you would like to sign up for that before march 31st you will get two decks of those cards or at the ten dollar tier or above we also have a special offer going on right now until march 31st which is an uncut sheet of these cards so it's almost like a poster but it, like before they put it through the punch press to make all of the individual cards so you'll right. have like a big sheet big sheet of cards of cards it's going to be really 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 cool again that's patreon.com slash popcorn culture otherwise until next time pop pop pop